Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and Sean M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. Episode 187 on 420 Day. Week, I guess we could make it. The two original gangsters of social distancing. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. 187 on the Undercover Podcast as we take them all out. Yo, let's, let's light up first. Huh? What? I don't, I don't even drink. Why would I... 420, huh? 187 episodes, huh? Yes. It's kind of linked. I guess yeah. we're coming up. I guess we're coming up on three years. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, I, I think so. I think 2017, around this time, is when we did our test and maybe pushed the first one out in the summer of 2017, which feels like an eternity ago. But then again, does. two weeks ago feels like an eternity ago <laughs> because <laughs> I'm abiding by these stay-at-home rules. Yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish I could say that my household is abiding by the stay-at-home rules. Okay, so explain that one. Uh, we've had some um, we've had some some exposures, I guess you could say. Some, uh, uh, you know, I, I see all these things about people that are posting stuff, and a lot of times it's it's people that are single and they're they're trying to you know tell their pandemic story and they're trying to you know. Uh, not 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 necessarily that they're complaining or, or anything like that. They're just you know saying you know I wish this was this and that was that and you know making jokes about things and uh, that's what we should all do. Uh, but then I think uh, you 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 don't have the the things going on that you might have going on. Uh, if you had kids in the house and and I know uh, little kids are that's one story uh, teenagers is another story altogether you know my my wife uh, I, I think she's been a camp counselor she's been uh, IT director we were talking about that before the before the show started uh, John was talking about how uh, his, his daughter was complaining that the internet was was running a little bit slow right now at times uh, yeah last it, night i was on a walk at whatever time it was like eight nine o'clock just in yeah. the neighborhood same loop i always do and she gave me a text complaining about the internet sucking or being really slow and i'm like hey newsflash everyone is home everyone is home not the four of us everyone Yes. All in the entire neighborhood, and we're just watching shit. So anyway, so watching shit. We're uploading video. We're on Zoom. We're doing all this stuff. So you're saying Rachel's the uh, IT director at home? She, well, you know, there's there's that stuff where we, if, if anything, you know, because so, chef, IT director, if something comes along where you know one of the kids can't log in or they can't figure something out, they've they've gotten now so at school where there's been a few expectations that have been put on them now with uh, because school is, is officially canceled for the for the rest of the of the year and really so for the rest of the year for the rest of the year they're not starting up until september with uh, huh. with classes why did they reach that decision I, I... uh still you know the, the 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 curve the figures that are out there are still showing that uh mm. it's going to be uh, at least until june until things start to flatten okay. And so um, there's, you're seeing some longer range things. Uh, they just uh, in the state of Iowa, we have a, the, probably one of the biggest uh, events in the in the whole state is the thing called Ragbri, which is a bicycle ride across Iowa, which happens every year. About every day, twenty thousand people are on the route. It's a 
big, huge uh, party that goes across the state of Iowa. Celebrities come ride their bikes. It's been going on for, I think this was supposed to be the 48th year, and uh, it happens the end of, of July every year, and uh, they have canceled it for this year. So year number 48, it's going to happen next year, not this year. And uh, so you got things starting to cancel as late as as july I, you know it's just because there, there's no sign there's no signal yet that uh we're, we don't have well we don't have tests we don't have uh any sign that um the, the things are slowing down but they're, they're kind of starting to flatten i guess in some places a little bit but we had yesterday in the state of iowa we had our biggest jump uh yesterday uh, so far it doubled in, any other in any terms other of day. deaths no, in terms of uh, in terms of cases, confirmed and, and, cases, right? Yes, and so, and and those are that's that's a kind of a bogus figure too, because you know you don't know how many cases because we don't have any tests, so you, you know, to speak of, so you don't really know, you know, who's who's been exposed and who hasn't. It's all just so nebulous and grainy that nobody knows what's going on so they're, they're starting to shut some stuff down so anyway yeah it director uh chef uh, and the one that i was going to uh, mention that i sh- should have started with was uh prison prison guard prison director uh maybe psychologist uh, that sort of thing because teenagers of course everything is 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 they're in a they're in a, and i complained i think the last show a lot about uh, kids being assholes and i really didn't rachel listened to a little bit of that and she said you know you should have explained more about where your what, what your point of view was where it was coming from and uh, she's right um so um right before that before we had the the last show and i didn't expound on it because it was maybe just a little too fresh and i was trying to uh kind of put all the all the uh facts and figures and all of all of it behind in, in, in myself a little bit and, and so i could so i could speak out loud about it um but anyway so uh tori uh decided uh one night that she uh had had enough of uh, social isolation and being away from her friends and she uh she went out the window oh and uh we caught her and not um immediately you caught her in the act not going out the window, the not not out the window. Just I just had a you know one of those parental sort of inklings where you know we don't you know we're not going down and you know doing a lot of checking and things like that, trying to make sure everybody's in their place. Uh, but for some reason that evening, I just had a feeling. Um, w- it was a really nice day. We had gone uh, to bed that evening with the windows open, trying to you know let you know, you have that first really nice spring air coming in. You kind of want to uh, air the house out, and so we had had been in one of those kind of modes the window was still open and i could smell somebody in the neighborhood uh i could smell smell like somebody was just smoking cigarettes uh you know not far away but it was kind of making me aware that there's you know there's people outside that sort of thing and um so i you know i said to rachel you smell that is it kind of smells like you know almost close enough somebody could be in the yard smoking and i don't don't know that anybody was but it just got us uh it was like 11 o'clock 11 15 at night and uh so rachel decided just i'm gonna jog downstairs and check tori's room she's two floors down you know but go down and see uh what's up and see if she's just just double check just had the idea let's just double check let's just go see and and uh, so she was she was gone and the window was open. Didn't take long to figure out where she was headed because this friend of hers uh, that she is hanging around with most doesn't live far from us. She's uh, about three quarters of a mile. So she had hoofed it up to this friend's house and uh, we we figured out where she was at pretty quickly. 
talked to the kid's mother. The kid's mother, um, not exactly, uh, not exactly on top of things very well. With she's got a couple of teenage kids and a single mom, working uh, weird shift work with with uh, some stuff that she does, and uh, not always aware of what's going on in her house and and. Um, Kind of at her at at her wits end in a in a in a you know in a sort of a major way I guess you could say because she's just trying to deal with kids and they're not cooperating and uh, so she says I thought Tori had permission to be here what and time what time was it again eleven thirty at night so and what some, night was this? this it was, was like a I think it was a I think it was actually like a Sunday night but now and it's weird now because all the you know who knows. Um, it might have been i don't know i only ask is because even though the kids aren't going to school right it's still a school night but based on what you just said about this mom that seems like it might be irrelevant especially if she's sort of a working zombie just trying to keep it all together yeah and then and sometimes there's a reasonable assumption again you don't i don't know what she does you know you said shift work fine whatever don't need to dig deeper than that but the thing is if someone's got a lot going on and they're struggling a little bit, who knows? And this thing hasn't hit them directly. Who knows that what they're thinking about it? I have the luxury of sitting here at home and just doing what I'm doing, you know, yeah. like and, and paying attention to it and going like, all right, well, we've got a big timeout. But she doesn't sound like she has the luxury of any timeouts. So, again, it it's almost seems like it could be a reasonable assumption. Uh, more so if it were on a Friday or Saturday night, but I don't know. I, yeah. So anyway, so you're saying so? So w- w- did you talk to her face to face from like the a mother? social distance? Uh, Rachel talked talked to the mother from a social distance. Uh, figured out that this this lady, this woman was um, really was trying to. Uh, well, she was trying very hard to go by the rules. She was trying to keep anybody out of her house uh you know friends of the kids all that sort yeah. of thing she was uh um also um she was uh i'm getting okay somebody's yeah, trying to talk to me over my no, shoulder anyway. i mean yeah i mean we can take a time out we're no, no, at a time out we have no. all the time no it's okay um, sure I, I remember where you are i'm listening for once in my life that's one thing this is okay. helping me with uh so it, okay uh, School had been out for a couple of weeks. You know, they hadn't been in class in a couple of weeks. I don't, I'm not 100 percent which night it was. Um, I think that uh, when when Rachel had talked to the woman, uh, she uh, left the conversation assured that this woman was trying to do everything she could do to keep uh, all of uh, everything in her house safe and to keep away from people. She said she realized that Tori had now been in the house and. Um, she said, I know you guys are practicing safe social distancing. You guys are really trying to stay away from everything. Uh, she's been exposed to Tori. Tori's been exposed to her. If she wants to stay the night uh, and you want to get her in the morning, that's fine. Damage is already done, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we decided that was the best course of action. She stayed that evening. And uh, Rachel went and got her in the morning. She said, Mom came out the next day, wearing, uh, came out of the house wearing a mask uh, over her face and oh, wow. uh, all, all okay. that stuff. And was really seemed like she was trying to do the right thing okay so um we were mad because of course because she had snuck out the window and and uh, had gone through all that stuff and she was uh quote unquote in trouble for that um not 
<laughs> not grounded. She's like, "Am I grounded?" And we're like, "Yeah, oh, sure, you're grounded." <laughs> it's exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, <laughs> you just exactly. can't leave the fucking house. <laughs> Here, here's how you're grounded. This, yes, this is the way it should have been. Like you shouldn't have. I don't know. You're putting yeah, you're us gonna, all in jeopardy, you fucker. Yes, yeah, so you're going to do the same thing the rest of us have done. Right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so she goes all all week long. And she, uh, this one, you know, we we were gradually less mad at her. Obviously, the way things like that go on, and she. Uh, was uh, hanging around and she said um, she had talked to uh, this, this friend of hers again and she said that um, they had hatched this plan where she would go stay overnight there again and uh, it wasn't uh, any different than the previous situation because her mother had been doing a really good job of continuing with the social distancing and their house was a quote unquote safe zone and uh, you can talk to her and that'll all be you know fine and good and um, she did the hard press on this whole thing and so uh, we talked about it, and we thought, well, given all those circumstances, it did sound like, you know, all things being equal, um, it's probably is a pretty safe gamble, and it might get her to uh, calm down a little bit and uh, quit acting like a crazy teenager because she was really starting to kind of lose her shit, it seemed like, uh, with the, uh, you know, with the lockup. And uh, I think teenagers are uh, having a, I think they're having a, a harder time with it than, than adults probably are in a lot of cases. Um, you know, the idea of it's not fair comes up with kids a lot more than it does with adults. <laughs> well, I haven't, been, I haven't been talking to a lot of adults, um, very few in the neighborhood here or there, and at no point has, uh, have I heard a, uh, an adult complain or say it's not fair. And I only really have my two teenagers, you know, one complaining about the speed of the internet and the other one who was kind of down. That's Cameron was a yeah. little down. But, you know, I get it. He's a senior in high school. And sure. You know, this kind of sucks. But it sucks yeah. for a lot of people in a lot of ways and whatever. Anyway, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. so uh, it's not fair. And, and yeah. so you allow – so you guys – made a decision to say okay based on everything we think we know yes uh, we've deduced that okay let's give this to her yes so rachel says as long as i um have a little back and forth with her mother um that'll be good and um we'll we'll leave it at that so um here's what tori decided to do the whole story, the whole story the, about the second sleepover, the mom uh, having the house locked down and everything was uh, uh, the same as it was the week before. Mm -hmm. And um, she was on board with having Tori come over. That was all made up. That was all a complete lie. Um, she she uh, fabricated the whole thing. Mom, the other mom, didn't know anything about it zero zilch uh was um diametrically and completely 100 percent opposed to the idea of having anybody else in her house and the way she got uh this launched in her favor is she hacked into her mother's phone she knows how to get into her mom's phone the the this is tori's friend knows how to get into her mother's phone no tori no. Tori got into her mother's phone. Oh, into Ra Rachel's, Rachel's phone. phone. Uh, okay. In our household, there was a, there was a, a phone yep. in our house that was yep. broken. She she cracked into the phone. Right. She turned the numbers around so that when she put her friend's number into Rachel's phone as her friend's mother. It sounds incredibly convoluted. Yes. But it sounds a little convoluted that 
but you wouldn't necessarily, if you saw the name come up the way, you wouldn't look at the phone number. You wouldn't even probably know the or number. Or even look at the conversation, or you wouldn't yeah. even know the number, right? you just yeah. accept it, right? Right, right. Right, I, I, I get what you did. Yeah. So, yeah, just, swap the numbers, move yeah. them around. So Rachel's texting this woman, she thought, saying, is it okay? Tori talked to me about the sleepover, and she gets a reply back, and the reply comes back, oh, yeah, that'd be wonderful, we love Tori, and um, yes, everything here has been safe, and mm. um, we're still pra- practicing, you know, blah, 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 and all the little right, right. lies lies from the other side, from the uh, other friend come out. So um, she was over there that evening. Well, in the morning, uh, Rachel got up and she was trying to uh, get a hold of the mom and nobody was answering because she was going to go over to get her. And they are only a couple blocks over there, so she decided to drive over. And when she got over there, um, the mother was... um, came out to talk to her and she said I and she was mad because Tori was there and she was uh, trying to and there were other kids there too as well by the way um, she had um, three or four other friends that had showed up and uh, mom had just gotten off of a like third you know, shift thing yeah, she had, right, she right. worked overnight and the kids had been there like you know partying right, up or whatever right. uh, and uh, mom was trying to get these other kids just to leave, and her daughter was like giving her attitude and telling her they they, they can't leave and you know they don't have a ride and you know all the stuff that you know, kids would do in a situation uh, like that. And uh, so anyway. Um, Rachel realized that the mother was having um, a lot of difficulty with these kids. These kids were being really um, disrespectful and mouthy Mm -hmm. and weren't listening to her when she was telling her to leave. And she started crying. When she started crying, Rachel thought, okay, this is bullshit. And um, even though my own daughter is here, I'm just going to dial 911. These kids aren't aren't supposed to. Whoa, whoa. Like, it'd be like, all right, here's the lesson. We're going to get a lesson right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm not going to fight with these kids. I'm right, gonna, right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to let anything right. escalate. Okay. I'm just going to let them talk to the popo. And so she called uh, the police, and the police came and uh, intervened on the situation. They were, uh, and she called me. In the meantime, she, I was just getting in the shower, and she's like, "Hey, come over to to Tori's friend's house." Um, and she explains a little bit of it. So I go over there, and I rolled up right when two police cars roll up and these guys were completely cool they both of the the police officers um there were actually two in one one car and one in the other there's were they younger older middle um did, did 30, they have teenagers <laughs> or uh, one had it one said one said he had an eight-year-old okay and, uh, all right he, so he's not and, there yet <laughs> yeah and he was completely he was completely uh they were they were completely cool they were they were not dicks at all they were very uh, they, they could have been uh, a lot more so but they uh they understood what was going on and uh, a couple of the kids had uh, before the cops had uh, gotten there they realized that uh, she had called the police and that they were in the wrong and uh, i guess apparently got in a car and drove away and the one cops they they got the description of the car that drove away and he and she she was a female officer she said i I think I know where they're going. I'm familiar with this one kid, and uh, she took off to go um, go apprehend. <laughs> I don't know mm. what happened. I don't know hap- what happened. These are that. kids between the ages of 16 and 18 ish. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All of them. And uh, yeah, we're giving the the mother. Uh, this this woman's overwhelmed. She's she's not mm. very she's not very strong willed. She doesn't have boundaries. She's not very respectful to herself and she's got kids that are that are steamrolling her and uh 
Yeah. And so, so uh, when when was this? Was this a couple of nights ago? Or? A couple of nights ago, yeah. And so we, uh, so needless to say, Tori's life has been uh, not um, not what she's. <laughs> basically it's backfired on her she's on lockdown now without an actual phone um mm. and so um she's she's been um she's had uh a little session with her her grandfather who's a i told you a, the pastor a pastor and he's yep. actually got he actually has credentials and family and and counseling type stuff with it you know with a religious vent behind it right but, does um, she does she respect him usually and yes cool yeah with him yeah and listen yeah. to him yeah she's uh she's not gonna mouth off to him so she had a thing with a little session with him yesterday and then her older brother uh who's uh he's a redneck uh and i say he's a redneck uh He's a proud redneck. He's a redneck that will tell you he's a redneck. He's one of these guys that uh, wears a Trump hat, um, baseball cap, and uh, carries a pistol and drives a truck. Uh, her, that's uh, her older brother, and he's a uh, he's got. Um, uh, oh, this got is a, this is uh, this is Rachel's. Yes. Um, not, yeah. oldest. Yeah, yeah. You've, t- you've told me about him. You've yeah. told me about him. He's got a good. He's he's really doing. Ex- you know, uh, based on you, know, you, you heard what I just the description I just gave you. That's not not really fair because it only it paints a very stereotypical picture of what's going on. Um, he's he's a kid that uh, decided when he got out of high school that he was not going to go to a four year college. He went and got a um, it's like a two year I guess I think it was two years. But anyway, he got a uh, um, he got a mechanics uh, yeah, right. thing. They went to mechanical trade school, school yeah, trade yeah. school for to be mm-hmm. a mechanic. And did that for a while. Decided um, at some point that he wanted to. He bought his own semi uh, after doing that for a couple a uh, couple of years, two three years. Uh, bought his own semi, so he owns a semi now, and he works. He, he's self employed and uh, driving a truck, and he does. Um, short run stuff so he's home every day he's bought a house he's got um a couple of cars that he's bought he's got he's in business for himself he makes um you know decent money right um he's got all the toys that you would most you know if you think of a of a young guy what would they want they would want a motorcycle they would want a four-wheeler they would want um uh you know Early tw- what is he? Twenty five ish. Uh, twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You've talked about it before. Yeah, I, so I, it, I vaguely remember I, uh, it, even despite the description you just said with the truck and the Trump hat, that he seemed like an all right kid. He's he is an all right kid. Like you just, know, that, I mean, yeah. like he just you know he just got culturally very different than me. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you know. So. Yeah. Oh, when he shows up with that hat, I just laugh because I'm like, and and he is wearing. I can tell you right now, the idea of uh, him walking out that hat on. He, he has this same anti- antagonistic sort of attitude. This you know, fuck you, uh, sort of attitude that Trump has in a completely different way. Though. I mean, it's you know, it's like you know, like the complete polar opposites of a person, really. But with that same sort of you know tone. You don't like it, fuck you, that kind of thing. You know, that's just, yeah, it's like, yeah, liberal tears, you know, fill my glass with it and I'll drink it. You know, that 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 whole thing. Um, it, no, but, I mean, liberal tears, I'm going to piss in it and I'm going to make <laughs> you drink it. Okay, here. But but if you sit down with uh, him and talk to him about, um, about 
actual like issues about stuff i know he's got liberal issues that he's on the side of socially liberal i know he would lean left on on things yeah 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 Yeah, there's things that absolutely he would lean left on but there's other things that he's like so did he talk to tori as well so he took her actually took her to work with him today uh, which was meant he drove by with a truck at four o'clock in the morning and she got on the on the truck with him at four o'clock in the morning and uh went out on his uh on his day and he basically gave her the uh <laughs> i don't know he gave her the uh okay so the the people that she's running around with that she's hanging around with are you know not city, city urban kids not sure. anything that are anything in the realm of the type of person that um that he is or he would want her to be hanging around with so he and took, not necessarily on uh, on the best track to success right right yeah yeah, yeah. It, not at all and so and he's like okay he's like he told her i guess um he said your problem with all this getting in trouble all this bullshit that you're pulling is that you're bored and besides the schoolwork that you have to do which now is pretty much going to be online for the rest of it um is uh he said you know you're bored you need something to do and he goes and you you think hanging around is something to do he goes that's bullshit and so today in lockdown which i thought was funny and driving an 18 wheeler with a trailer behind it he before he would bring her home this he brought her home just like an hour ago i guess he stopped at like three places made her come in with him get an application for a job at three places and fill it out there and talk to the manager that was on duty and give and walk and hand them the application while she was standing there and have a conversation with them and she said i can't fill this out because i don't have my phone because mom took my phone away from me and so she goes i can't fill this out because i don't have anybody's names or numbers he goes here and he gave her three names and numbers of like his best mm-hmm. buddies that would be uh that would be references yeah yeah sure, yeah, sure. yeah and then let them know what was going on my sister's applying for a job at these places and if she'll, right. do, she'll do a good job or i'll kill her kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've got backup i can do this yes and yeah. so yeah so he and he told her before he dropped her off he said i'm you're going with me again next week and we're going to go into all three of those places and you're going to ask about the status of your application and we're going to other places next week as well he said it's not going to take long you're going to have a job and i'm going to take you until you get one and so he's dedicated to the idea that she's going to get a job at some place and uh, she's going to get too busy to have any time with uh with the people that she's been hanging around with and, and but needless to say she's she's uh, put us uh, you know, around s- some people we've been trying to kind of <sighs> kind of trying to to you know what, okay when something like that happens do you, do you try to uh, keep them uh, completely in one area of the house then and uh it's was probably unreasonable so we've been keeping an eye on we and we made her wash her hands to her elbows thoroughly before she came in the house and she hasn't showed any symptoms of anything um i think we've all we talked about this uh, before i think everybody in our whole house i i i I think we've all been exposed to it already i really do i think yeah i don't know i mean i I have no idea whether or not to believe that about uh, the kids andrea myself susie any of us 
you know. Um, Anybody had any really nasty, nasty? Well, in, I mean, yeah, since, Cameron, since... Cameron and Andrea had like that uh, congestion cold. I mean, we're talking about back in that second week of March. See, so right? that's, and yeah, that's was well growing up or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it is definitely within the window. But I mean, so the thing about that is that so you've got these uh, antibody tests coming out, right? And, yes. And the thing is, is that they're not necessarily reliable, and you don't know where they're coming from, so it doesn't necessarily. So Fauci was on Good Morning America this morning talking about it. You know, you know, you know that we still have a long way to go. You know, it's just sort of if that. They're coming out, but they still need to be confirmed and tested. And if we open up the economy too soon and we go back to the thing, we're going to do more damage than good if it starts up again, right? We're going to spread the thing, and then we're not really prepared for it. So it's kind of a catch-22. So I don't want to make any assumptions personally about it, you know, about myself. I, You know, it's possible. I'm, I'm never afraid of it. But again, I pretty much stay home except for going out, running, walking, and then exercising at home. You know, it's... I would love for the antibody test to be out available and to be able to take it and to know. But apparently it's they don't know for this particular coronavirus what it means, you know, yeah, in terms yeah. of, you know, just yet. It's it's uh, who knows. I Again, I, I don't know where it's going to land. I just I don't, I don't necessarily like being home all the time. Like I would love to go up to Connecticut and visit Susie and, and do my thing and just sort of. But I don't know, like I said, it's like we're on a big time out. And I feel very fortunate that I live in a place where I live in a nice neighborhood. I can socially distance and live. Yes. You know, I mean, and that's pretty much where we're at, other than the uh, escapee. And, well, yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, so far, we've been pretty good with both kids, especially Kylie. Cameron has been going on walks by himself in the neighborhood going to this Bodman Park which is closed there's a playground there it's the little league fields where he used to play there's a basket an open basketball court i think it's supposed to be closed i don't know that he's ever brought a basketball um, a neighbor kid who's like going to be a senior in college i saw him one day in his car and we were talking from a safe social distance and he was driving over there to have a catch with another kid in the neighborhood a younger hmm. kid in the neighborhood and the, the baseball and the stuff, and it can get on the ball and whatever. Right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of. But having a catch is that's safe social distance. Very few people throw a, a, a hard ball uh, closer than six feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's that's too close. Someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, you know? coronavirus yeah, yeah. won't kill you, but this hard ball, you we know, can toss the virus back yeah. and forth to each other. Right. <laughs> but we can toss the virus back and forth one another. So <laughs> you know, you it, it's a it's a balancing act. But the other day, so Cameron has he has been taking to carving things not as himself he's not carving himself he's carving um uh he, he's done three bars of soap whittling 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 right. right so he did uh three bars of soap the first thing was a skull i gave him a white bar of soap then i had these blue bars of soap i have plenty of soap uh and then he sounds did like a, a pri- prison story <laughs> right, he did he did uh he did these um I can't remember. Oh, he did like a man, a man with a round head and his arms and whatever. That was one. Like it wasn't. It looked like a person, but kind of alien-like. And then he did an ape, and the ape is really good. This is also a bar of soap. Then he found a block of cedar, a small block of cedar in the basement, and he did an alien. And then he had the alien doing the peace sign. And so, uh, I 
think when he was working on the alien in the basement. So I've made him do a few things to help me kind of get organized here. And like, Cameron, help me take, you know, this piece of furniture, like these headboards that I don't use um, down, you know, and he always complains about it. And I and I cleaned up the basement in a way you could barely walk through there, but now you can. So he's actually able to use that space, get out of his room for a few minutes. And so he was down down there for like three hours whittling this alien. Okay, and I get a call from inside the house. Well, I mean it's a it's a cell phone, but it's Kylie's phone, right? And 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 I answer it, and Kylie and Andrea sound similar to one another, and it's a whisper. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I can't remember what day it was, um, but I'm like, I thought it was Kylie. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And, she, and, she, and it's like, can, what, can, I, I, I think I smell pot. I think Cameron's <laughs> in the house. He's in the I'm like, what? 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 Okay. And I go in, and I'm like, um, all right, Cameron's done some stupid shit, but under quarantine he's gonna be in the basement while his mom and and sister are upstairs and he's gonna literally light up and and smoke pot burn it in a way that they could smell it seems <laughs> weird to me now, i know that she'd gone out for a long walk whatever so i walk in the house and now i'm like so but now i'm already have this planted in my head like and i'm like Hey, Cameron, what's up? Like, I pretend like I didn't get a call, right, yeah. from inside the house, because she, apparently she had already confronted him about it. Now, I have to say, in my head, he seemed high as fuck. <laughs> now, I don't know if he was acting like that because he was on to me, or mm -hmm. if three hours of whittling makes you a little loopy, or none of the above, and it was just in my head. And I'm just shaking my head like, all right, cool, Cameron. How's it coming along? What's going on? Yeah, I know I finished. Blah, blah, blah. He shows me the thing. I go back upstairs, and I'm like, I just look at Andrea, and she's sitting at the table with Cameron. I mean, with Kylie, and I am and I just shake my head like, I don't think so. Like, and I'm like, and then I just confronted him on it just straight up. And I was like, okay. I, like, I didn't think he was. I'm like looking at his eyes. I was like, your eyes look really dilated. I'm like, he's like, that's not a thing. I'm like, I don't know. I just remember that when I was in high school, like my mom would look at my pupils and like try to determine like what drug I was doing or whatever. But yeah, you know, but I mean, more than anything, I just think he's fucking bored. Yeah, and, for sure. And like for me, it's like, hey, if he wants to make something like, you know, go for it. You know, I'll help you if you want. But mostly he doesn't want my help. You know, it's just... He's not likely to have a regular, you know, there's not going to be a prom or naval ball or whatever they do at his nope. school. There's not going to be, even if they do a, even if they do a graduation of some sort, they, I think yeah. they do their graduation outside. So they're, his school is at Sandy Hook. This is in New Jersey, the Gateway National Park, Sandy Hook. Seven mile stretch of, of like land along the ocean and the bay. The Atlantic Ocean, um, and and they usually do it outside, as far as I know. So and it's like a big thing. So who knows? I mean, but he won't have that. He probably may be fine with that because he goes to you know it's Marine Academy of Science and Technology. It's like Naval ROTC. You have to keep your hair short. You gotta like you know can't have sideburns. I mean, he was growing out a little mustache for a while. He had these stupid sideburns as well. He did shave those off, but he he doesn't want to cut his hair he loves not wearing his uniform you know so can't cut uh, your hair now no i mean he's he's going for it like i i, I don't know i mean it's so 
you know, he recorded, I think I told you, I don't know if I told you on the show, but he recorded, you know, um, metal guitar and like, um, and a few things for a podcast that I'm helping, uh, my friend's, um, wife, Mari with, uh, it's called, that's not how it fucking works. They've done one episode. They did it on their own. Then they redid it with me kind of listening and producing and sort of, and then I edited that. I edited both versions, but the second one's better. And Cameron finally wrote the music. It's been a while now, but I just haven't gotten back to editing, but it was kind of cool, but he barely wants to give me any time. You know, he's like, okay, all right, fine. I'll do one more piece of music, but I'm coming up and I'm like one take one take. So I just like (laughs) start recording, you know, it's, he doesn't really want to do anything like with us for the most part. You know, I mean, I'm going to, he did watch Jojo Rabbit the other day. With you us. guys got around to that good. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. I think you I saw it in the you. theater, right? No, I, no? I, I think I told you to watch it. I believe. Yeah. You probably did. I just don't I remember when you told me. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I've seen it. It's, it was, uh, I it was really good. I, I really knew very little about it. Um, other than it was sort of a, uh, young 10 year old kid, you know, um, in Nazi camp for kids, mm-hmm. you know? Like it was like Nazi Boy Scouts, an odd uh, comedy with it, it, a lot of darkness. Uh, yeah, but it, it's it's it, I didn't know a key part of the story about the mom and right, you know. So and so it's it, it was based on a, a, a novel, I believe, um, and and it's it's pretty good, you know. It's really touching and and odd and, and that uh, Taka Watiki, the guy, I don't can't pronounce that guy's name. Uh, he's really good as the Hitler character because he plays he plays the Hitler he plays Hitler almost like a buffoon. Yes, he he plays it. I I, I imagine to some degree it was somewhat. Um, you know, he may have watched the Dictator with uh, Charlie Chaplin as a Hitler-like character. Probably, yeah. Seems you know, like like, yeah. like and, and you know, so it's pretty damn good. It is. It's funny. Uh, I did fall asleep a couple times because I was exhausted. But uh, he did watch that, and he was engaged, and he was laughing. And, you know, I know he watches a lot of Community. I've never really seen that show. Um, I watched it. I watched it for the first couple seasons, and then I I got away from it. I should someday return to it. It's funny. It's got its moments. Did you see see this thing? It's a plug-in for Netflix called Netflix Party? Uh, No. So what it is is you, like you have to use it in, in it has to be on a laptop or a computer. I think you need to use Google Chrome, and uh, there's this plugin so that so you and I could both download it, throw it onto our computer, uh, and I could start. We could start Ozark, and you and I could watch Ozark together with no lag, no delay. Oh, right so now, if I set time, up I if I set up the party, I don't know how many people you can get in there. And then there's like to the right, there's comments, a whole comment chat thread. kind of thing, or whatever. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and yeah. so haven't tried it yet. Uh, I do want to try it with Susie. We talked about it, but we haven't done it yet. Um, her kids are with some, her this week, so can find some Netflix porn and come on, let's watch this together. No, no, no. <laughs> I have no. Listen, I I didn't say that. I don't want to do that. I'm not interested in that. I don't. There's, th- there's no porn on Netflix, is there? I don't think there's even. I, 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 I have no idea. I'm, it's not even an option. I just made that up. <laughs> just want to hear you go, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then the uh, – have so have you seen have you seen this new network, Quibi? Yeah. I, I, uh, when Did you it, download it? I, I do. I, I haven't looked at it. I've downloaded it. I signed up right away when they were talking about it. Because it it's like gonna, three months free. It's Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah. Uh, formerly of Disney, right? Yeah. And I saw somebody talking about it. Uh, I can't remember who it was. 
I'm less excited about it now after I've heard some sort of reviews about it. Uh, the I, I the the review that I saw I'm trying to remember who this was they were saying that the major oh I know who it was it was Tim Dillon the uh, comedian uh, he was saying that uh, he wasn't he wasn't impressed he said that the the he was he knows some of the people that were involved with the with the launch of it some people that were uh, that are high up in the organization and they, he says the thing that they keep talking about is the idea that if you hold your phone this way it looks like this. But if you flip your phone around sideways, it looks like that. <laughs> right. And Tim's well, like, is there anything yeah. else that's cool about so, it? And they keep going, the, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for the most part. So I didn't know what it was. And I was 10-minute videos, right? It's 10-minute videos, right? So so they're trying to reach the YouTube generation, short-form content, yeah. you know, new episodes every day. They've got a, some weird show. They've got a show with uh, Chrissy Teigen, the model and uh, wife of, of uh, John Legend. Yes. Has some sort of show where she's the judge, right? Like a Judge Judy or People's Court, but she's the judge. Right. Um, so they have this. So the thing that I had seen was it was something called The Stranger. And there's this uh, woman who's a, uh, a rideshare driver for Orbit or some, some bullshit made up it. They didn't use Lyft or Uber, right? And then she picks up a guy who's a relatively good-looking guy, her age, early 20s, and are you an actor? He's sitting in the front seat. I don't know how they explain why he's sitting in her front seat because that's always weird when doing rideshare unless, you know, if it's just one person. Like, you, you just sit in the back. Anyway, so it turns out, like, I guess he's a psycho, like, you know, it the trailer shows this picks her picks him up at a mansion and she's like are you an actor because he's a good-looking guy and she picked him up in a mansion he's like no and I, I i just went to that woman's home and i killed her i'm a sociopath whatever and then he ch- so the whole thing is he's chasing her like this one experience she must drop him off and then he just stalks her and tries to kill her then the other one that i just because now i'm curious i'm like what is this fucking thing there's a show with Called the most danger, the most dangerous game, which I think is a is a is a book, right, or something where it's Christoph Waltz, you know yes. that guy, right? right. Um, I think he's won an Academy Award. He was in the uh, you know that Tarantino Nazi. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was in a couple of Tarantino. Bastards. He's in yeah. a lot of great things, but yeah. he's he he's the guy that signs up a thing for he he sets up a guy to play a game, and the game is is that. He's going to have someone hunt him, and it's Liam Hemsworth, one of the Hemsworth brothers. Um, was he the one? Thor. That was Thor? He was Thor, right? Yeah. So, and and I, it was like huh, pretty intriguing, I, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, if if um, if if they were to buy Martin Scorsese's The Irishman and break it up into twenty. 10 minute sections I might actually watch it I might I might finally I'm like you know what I may do that I, uh, I don't just, know I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm just gonna say out loud I'm never gonna watch The Irish. I don't think I will either I've now, watched I, like I said I've tried twice and no yeah. tap outs yeah I had no idea what Quibi was where it came from but I guess it just launched in April and uh, you know I'm I'm I don't know. I don't know how it can compete with TikTok. Uh, that's yeah. all I hear. Everyone talking yeah, about know, TikTok. People, uh, celebrities discovering TikTok. Drake dropping his new music on TikTok before it was released on the streaming platform. He's got a dance thing, See, right? Because no. it's a dance thing. We're partnered thing, and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this whole idea that you can make shit viral 
Especially now. No more viral shit. No more being TikTok's Drake. TikTok's a fucking pandemic. Can't Fuck. be Drake anymore and make things viral. I Okay, so I heard uh, Burt Kreischer uh, on something. Uh, he was on somebody's podcast. Maybe his own. I don't know. But uh, he was saying that he has never, he's never heard a single song and uh, a note by Drake. Uh, he's, he's never... I, I, he may not think he has, but I bet you he has. I don't think I have either. I, I yeah, really, I'm pretty sure you have. Maybe, or maybe, maybe, I don't know. But I, I saw that he's got this new thing, the new TikTok thing. I saw the, the dance. Uh, I didn't listen to the music. I just saw, uh -huh. the, uh -huh. saw the dance part of it and because uh, I didn't turn my phone up. Uh, but um, I, I may check it out. I don't know. I, I, was, I'm, I haven't uh, avoided Drake on purpose. I just don't, th I just don't think we were in the same circles. Who's your, who's, your, who's your bartender, Cedric? Cedric, yeah. Cedric, right? He's, he's a, my he's my barber. He's your barber. What did I say? Hairstylist? He said bartender, and I was thinking bartender. <laughs> who's, who's your who's your bar <laughs> Yeah, Colin Flynn lives in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He's got a bartender doing quarantine. Bartender. Motherfucker's got, my... got a guy he hired to make him drink. His name is Cedric. He comes <laughs> from over a his house. safe social distance. He makes the guy wear a mask and gloves. And Cedric, <laughs> I say, I say, Cedric, could you make me? Cedric a... can't. Cedric can't cut hair right now. However, he can make. drinks. Drinks. Could you he make me a, a mint julep, Cedric? <laughs> Cedric? Give me a mint julep, Cedric. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cedric's all like, Cedric's like, Sorry, I'll kick, kick your ass, motherfucker. Mother, he's like, if this motherfucker <laughs> orders one more motherfucking mojito, one at a time, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just. I'd, I'd like one of those stout beers, Cedric, and I, and I do not like coconut. Do, do not serve me anything yeah. with coconut <laughs> in it, because I'm, I'm, I'm opposed to coconut and alcohol. So, so Cedric is your bartender, and, and, and he's, he's, uh, he's uh, an African-American fellow, my, correct? My, my bud tender. Cedric is... Uh, is he's, yeah. he's, your, he's your barber, correct? He's, he, is a, he is a class act barber. Cedric is and, the man. And now, in, in that's, that barber shop is below your office building where you work, correct? It's it in is, the same facility building? Yes, it's between. Now it is located right. between. I, I uh, If I ever go back there, I'm not sure that I will, but um, I'll still remain employed. Oh, dogs are barking at something. Um, uh, no. Uh, the, the, so he's the barber below, and on one side of the barber shop, just uh, for for point of reference, there's a uh, Asian nail salon on one side, and then on the other side, there's a new tattoo place. So I got tattoos directly below. Next to them is the barber shop, which is like the urban barber. Think, think that the. Uh, so the now it, that's what I was going to ask: is, is is how many chairs are there in that barber shop? How many barbers? Like probably ten, maybe something. Do they play music? They do play music. What kind of music? Very, Mostly. usually it's pretty urban. Yeah, usually, yeah. It's so, so I find it. I, 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 if you've gone to him more than a few times and you've been going him to him for a couple of years, I'd find it hard to believe that a Drake song hasn't dropped in there. Might have. I mean, it's very again, I'm not yeah, saying that you were listening I'm, or yeah. paying attention to it, but uh, yeah, it was, yeah. it depends I, on which, uh, on which. Which barber? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of Latino dudes. They, they probably got yeah. They, they probably got um, the ratio of barbers is probably I'm thinking probably sixty percent black African American, thirty um, percent Latino, and ten percent white guys for the barbers or gals. There's one gal. Um, so there's there's uh, the Latino guys get the get the and they they're not. They, they like the R&B stuff my dog's whining because she wants, she wants attention or something. 
Uh, but yeah. Oh my God, these dogs are so needy because we're all home. Uh, they, all they, they do want get, is more attention to be like this do. is twenty four seven. They have no concept of time, and neither do we anymore. It's that ridiculous. is true. That is true. Uh, you know, if you would ask me three years ago if I'd ever heard a Drake song, I probably would have said the same thing. But from that last album that came out, whatever it was in two thousand eighteen, like two years ago, yeah. there were so many songs on that that were like just number one. And there was that. Uh, what's the one? There's that God's plan one. And then that was, what was that other one where the, oh my God, there were so many songs on this album. I have no idea how long. Nice for what? Nice for what? For these, you don't, you don't know that one? No. I, I'm not opposed to, I'm not opposed to listening right. to some of it. I, I was running, running the other day and I told you I was redoing, I think I told you I was redoing my running list because I was trying to get rid of uh, uh, less N-word in my, in my playlist. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you told me that. Yeah, because I, I had a lot of that going on and, and uh, I didn't want to slip up like the race car driver if I was ever on, uh, you know, a national gaming, if I was ever doing esports on TV. I didn't want to let the N-word slip. Um, no. Did you hear about that? Uh, no, I did not hear about this. Some guy that d drives cars uh, for a living. Some guy that's a NASCAR driver, maybe, or maybe Formula One driver. They had him doing an eSports thing. And he's half Asian. He's like half Japanese or something like that. And he, right. he lets an N-word go, go flying out of his mouth uh, as uh, something that was, you know, he was complaining about something that was he, he had done wrong, and I guess apparently while he was driving in the game. Um, but anyway, uh, so I was trying to clean uh, not necessarily clean up, but just change the playlist around a little bit. And I was realizing when I was doing that, um, I don't want to get rid of all of the, I don't want to get rid of all rap and R&B and necessarily, I just want to, uh, just a little bit different, a little bit different vent. Um, and so, um, as I was doing that, I was like trying to look for some stuff and maybe I should, maybe I should put some Drake stuff on there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What his what his thing is like? I think he listen to nice for what I, I it's nice. So here's how I'll sing it. There's a thing I haven't heard the song in a long time, but it's like nice for what for these African American fellas. Nice for what for these persons of color. Nice <laughs> for what? But that's not what they say. That's what I'm saying right now. It doesn't flow that way. So I'm doesn't. not going to ever sing that song in a way. I mean, I just will edit myself out but that song was yeah. big for a minute or two or hmm. 17 all right or see I'm, a lot i'll go back and i'll listen to a few and see if it uh, if it's my jam it may mean yeah, i don't know be, I, I mean I, I don't know i think people like him i mean although he did get booed off stage at pre-covid 19 there was a festival uh, that was a um i want to say tyler the creator all right it was involved in this festival and there was a big surprise at the end it was drake and Tyler, the Creators fans booed Drake off the stage. Hmm. I know there's a lot of. I tried to. Okay, so uh, as this was happening, as I was starting to move some music around, and I, I thought I'm going to look at the uh, at the new Eminem thing. Just I haven't l really heard any of it, um, but I know it's it's uh, it's selling well. It's people are people are into it, and I so I thought before I do the Eminem thing, I'm just going to read the lyrics from the new Eminem uh, album just to see if there's anything there lyrically that I that I, you know strikes me strikes a chord with me something that I would like to be involved with and uh, he's got the dumbest fucking lyrics for a 47 year old man or however old he is yeah maybe it's all, I don't it's all know. diss track shit he's, he's just he's like you know it's all diss track this dog is just not happy uh, sorry um, 
Yeah, it's it's a lot of diss track stuff, which I, I don't understand. He's like, you know. Yeah, like, dude, you're 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 forty seven, forty eight. It's come yeah, on. Yeah, let's start. Take, do do a song. Hang, where hang you can, up the gloves. You know. Do do a nice little nice little uh, lyrically. I want you to flow into something about a teenager that snuck out a window because that's where you're at in life. You, that's that's the kind of thing that should be going on in your life. You shouldn't be worried about all this other stuff because it's just not pertinent. And we know you've got money falling out of your hoo-ha, whatever. You know, you're, you're a rich man. You're a rich. You're a rich dude. You got nothing to worry about, really. You're just making shit up. You're making problems up that don't really exist. You don't have the problems of a of a David Koresh. You're, you're not... Have you seen this? What's this about David Koresh? Uh, have you seen Waco? The, uh, the no. Net, on Netflix? No. I, I got sucked into it. It's, it's a fictitious rendering, of course, of a factual event, the, the, the Waco siege that went on uh, in, what was that, 90s, I guess, when, when that went on? Yeah, Yeah, Waco, Texas, David Koresh, who fancied himself to be a bit of a Jesus-type figure, the, rock the, star, yes. a lot of uh, relations with the young women, maybe yeah. longer yeah. hair, played guitar, and then, what was it, ATF had a whole standoff with him, and it was a ugly shooting, like... Didn't turn out well. Did not. A lot that. of ammunition. He had a lot of guns and guns and ammo, right? Big guns, big ammo. Yeah, all that right. stuff. Which and is why the ATF was involved. Yeah, they were. And uh, if, and like I said, it's a fictitious, They're cultish, a cultish. It was a cult thing. But what you're saying, it's a fictitious. Well, it, it has to be because they got all the inside. You know, they've got all these characters, and you know, they've they've got they 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 did a really good job, I think, of well. Physically, it looks like the the compound exactly like the compound uh, that the the guy was at. So they've got that down. Um, uh, they put up a building that looks exactly like it. The actors are great. They've got a lot of big name actors in this. Some uh, some great uh, actors uh, that are involved with it. Um, I don't know who the guy is that plays actually plays David Koresh, but um, so they they're telling all the stories of uh, these various characters, you know, uh, what they were like inside the compound and what he was like even and what he was preaching and what the um, the uh, what the police officers that were involved, the ATF guys and the and the FBI guys and all these people that were uh, that they were there. So there's the backstories about all these people that they're that they're spinning with the whole thing. So that's you know, they're making that stuff up, I think for the most part. Um, you know, whether the, if if there was uh, if there were Police that were uh, thought of him as uh, being a, and uh, yeah, they're trying to kind of tell a story like there's some police that are torn uh, about the idea that they think maybe he's an honorable guy and they should leave him alone, and then there's uh, others that are just out to get him for the publicity, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I recognize the guy Taylor Kitsch, but I don't know who he is. But I, I'm looking at him now. He plays David Koresh, but Michael Shannon, who's creepy as fuck, is in the yes. movie too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does so he play? What does he play? Uh, law enforcement? Yeah, he's law enforcement. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. Yeah, uh, he seems intense. Yeah, and the one Culkin brother is in it. Um, which one, Kieran? I think it's Kieran. I, I get mixed up with Kieran's which the one that's in the uh, the one that I love on HBO with the uh, yeah the Succession. Um, succession, yes, that that one. I believe it's that one. So you got the him. You got the um, uh, the one from uh, Ozark. The the blonde, curly-haired chick from Ozark is in it. Um, 
I'm trying to think who else. There's there's some good actors in it. It's it's, it's so. Is it on well. Prime Video or Netflix? Netflix. Okay. And I I, I was like I it, it popped up and I was like I was not going to watch it. Uh, I just I was just kind of bored uh, looking for something to watch. I just clicked on it. Thought I'll just start it. No, it, it it's sucks. Rory Culkin. Rory, okay. Rory is the younger one who may be in his 20s, but looks like he's like he could play like 18. Yeah. Real yeah. skinny, long hair. Yeah. He was actually in, I want to say he was in Ozarks. Could I, be. I, yeah. I, 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 well, I don't know if he was in Ozarks. He was definitely in a show where he played like a junkie of some sort. And it mm. was like a, an important part because it involved uh, a character's daughter or something like a main character's daughter but uh and yeah and then julia garner how many episodes is it is it six i think it's six yeah oh and your guy tate fletcher tate's in it, it yeah tate, again he's tate got, fletcher tate's that guy got, who i don't understand him he's got the scariest look and i could see why he gets cast with his bald head his intense face and nose and giant beard and he's like always and he's six a giant, inches right? taller. He's yeah, he's six inches taller than anybody in the room. Wow, all, John Leguizamo. Yeah, in yeah. three episodes. Yeah, is it any good? Did it's you good. Watch the whole thing? Yeah, it's good, especially if you if you kind of know what's going on. Uh, they they start with uh, the, um, and it's weird how this cascades into a into a from one shit show to another shit show to another shit show because it starts with the Ruby Ridge thing. And uh, where this the government went out and basically assassinated this dude, this ex uh, Green Berets family at Ruby Ridge in Idaho. Um, he ends up uh, the the Green Beret guy ends up uh, alive and actually living in Iowa, I think, still. Um, so that's one story when it begins with, and so Ruby Ridge. Uh, turns into the guys at Waco uh, have this thing where they relate to the Ruby Ridge people and how badly they got screwed and so that's part of their story supposedly again that might be fictitious who knows but they're they're um, looking at uh, at that as uh, you know a, a hill that, that they would die on and then after this Waco thing is over of course uh, a couple years later Timothy McVeigh goes and bombs the the building in Oklahoma right. as a retribution because of what the feds did in Waco. So it's just one fucked up thing after another. And, uh, yeah. Well, this Waco thing apparently is from 2018. Is that, that's when they made it? Yeah. I get it. That's what I'm, I'm looking on IMDb now. And, and by the way, Rory Culkin, the youngest of the Culkin siblings, mm -hmm. um, he was on city on a hill which is he was in five episodes and that's the show with kevin bacon as a boston oh cop. yeah that, that was pretty good and, yeah. and that's really good on showtime he was yeah oh yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it was yeah. yeah you're right he was yeah. yeah 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 and now i don't want to give away anything on that show that show's pretty good it is uh, season two should be coming soonish yeah i don't know i hopefully they finished shooting it i think they did i forgot about shoot. that that's yeah. a new york show yeah anyway um yeah the other uh, thing we've been watching, uh, which is uh, completely different, um, uh, but it's pretty good, uh, and I wouldn't think I would have liked this either, but it's called Outer Banks. Have you heard of this one? No, no, don't know what it is. It's more of a, um, it's it's more, uh, it's it's for sure the target audience, the, the demographic they're going for is teenagers, um, or tweens, teens probably. Because it's got a, um, 
It's got a bunch of kids running around, and it's kind of a Hardy Boys, uh, Scooby-Doo sort of uh, thing going on with these uh, pretty kids uh, that are um, involved in this huge um, in this huge mystery. And uh, it's got like, I don't know, it's got maybe 10 episodes or something like that. And it's shot in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which is a really, uh, really pretty area. And um, it's, it's, it's well done. It's... Um, but it's it's very uh, PG thirteen ish. There's there's not a lot of it's even though it's on Showtime or not Showtime, it's on Netflix. It's got less uh, sexuality and um, and probably um, the the content is is safer. I guess I would say for whatever that means, family safe, family oriented than uh, something you'd see on network TV. But it's better, I think, than most of the things you would see on network TV. So they've done something I think that's uh, kind of unique and well done. Any any names in that, or is it no. really just pretty decent story? And these are all just uh, probably people that are I would guess might be a launch pad kind of thing for a couple of these right. th- these people. In that are the are the girls watching with you? Uh, they have not watched that. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to get them anything. They're, have they watched anything with you? Not really. The only thing that we can get them to hardly watch is uh, when we have dinner in the evening, a lot of times we will sit down and try to get get them to watch something for a while, but it's rare that they will sit through the whole episode of anything. Um, They wanted to watch the last uh, season of, uh, what's the thing? Is it family? Is it family? No, what's the thing that just ended that's got... Modern Family, yeah, Modern Family. Oh yeah, Modern Family. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to watch the last season of that, so we've watched a couple of of episodes mm-hmm. of that together since in quarantine. Yeah. But as soon as the episode's done, they're boom, they're. they're I've seen a few episodes of that show throughout the years. I think it was on for like nine seasons. Uh, every time I watched it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. That ABC. Phil Dunphy. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, there's with, some, uh, yeah with Al Bundy. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ed Harris. Not yeah. Ed Harris. It's Ed Harris? No, that's Ed Harris is a totally different guy. It's What's his yeah. Name? Uh, it I, doesn't matter. What is his name? He's. Uh, did you know that that guy is a? Uh, he's like a. Um, he's a. He's a major uh, jujitsu black belt. He's like. Yeah, a, I kind of. I kind of did know that about him. Uh, yeah, modern. Yeah, yeah. He's like a. Uh, he's like a killer in disguise. Uh, you would want to mess with him. He would uh, choke you to death and. What the hell is his name? Uh, I'm looking now. I'm cheating. Thought I'd take I, a look. I, yeah, no, I'm looking too, and I don't really know his name. Uh, it's Ed, Ed something. Uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed Harris. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. I was like, I Ed, totally yeah. know. I totally know the difference between Ed O'Neill and Ed Harris. Um, but uh, yeah, and so and then then you know that that show coupled fairly well with Blackish, and the guy that created Blackish has a new show on Netflix called Black as Fuck, Black AF. Yes, I and saw it's the a fictionalized. Word. Did you, I saw a trailer for it. Uh, where he, it's a fictionalized version of himself, of yes. a, like a really wealthy black guy in blackish, Hollywood. Blackish, dude. It's yeah. like blackish, but it's like a mock documentary style series about his life, it would seem, uh, with Rashida Jones. Yeah, they caught shit initially because there were people, uh, dumb, dumb people, that were like saying, Why is Rashida Jones on there? She's not black. Oh, God. She's her dad is Quincy, Quincy Jones. Jones. Yeah. 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 So light skinned. Quincy Jones was light skinned, and then her mother yeah. is Peggy Lipton. 
from the Mod Squad. Um, right, who's very white. Very white, yeah. Very white. Very, very attractive woman, and uh, Rashida Jones as well, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so the what was the only thing i guess i haven't watched ozarks yet and then and then Susie, uh she finished the last episode of season one all of season two and then went through all of season three so i'm not happy with her like she just jumped ahead she jumped right ahead she's yeah. saying well, this yeah. is not how we run our netflix this is party. not okay like i was so happy never to be in a relationship during the streaming times that that was a thing and now that it's a thing and then you stab me in the back and watch that show so now i'm like kind of dead to it i'm like i'm not gonna watch that now i'll wait until season four and then you've got um what's the one oh did you watch devs no D-E-V? D-E-V-S, Devs, on Hulu. It's an FX series streaming on Hulu. It's all done now, eight episodes. Nick Offerman, um, who is in Parks and Recreation, very funny guy, but he's not a – he's a woodworker, too. He's a – but not a fun – not a playing – he's playing a serious role as a uh, tech founder and CEO. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. It's the guy that directed the movie Ex Machina. I don't know if you remember that movie, the AR movie. Yeah. The, the AI movie. Yeah, the uh, yeah. hot he, This guy wrote and directed it. Yeah, yeah. It's worth uh, checking out. But there's only one thing that I really want to see and care because I'm a, I'm a 48-year-old Gen X white guy, and that's that Beastie Boys movie. It's on <laughs> Apple, and Spike Jones directed it. No, the story of the Beastie Boys is supposed to April 24th, next Friday. So that's what you want, huh? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to crack open some Brass Monkey. And uh, watch uh, the Beastie Boys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.